2: guys. Thank you so much for joining Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Bear with me as I'm trying something new today with Zoom Live, and we've got a great conversation lined up for you. But before going there, I want to offer you guys a free prophetic activation download. It's five days of prophetic activations where you get to hear God and you get to prophesy, people. Be activated in the prophetic. There's some spiritual activations and exercises on there for you, some biblical meditation so that you draw near to Jesus, but you can move in entry-level prophecy to encourage, comfort, and edify people. But guys, I'm excited to be bringing Donna Sparks back to this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. She's been doing incredible things through her ministry, continuing her jail ministry, continuing writing books, and also launching a podcast right here on the Charisma Podcast Network. So Donna, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit.
3: Thanks so much. It's an honor to be back with you.
2: So, Donna, you were a guest on my show a while ago, uh, and that was so powerful. We talked on the Holy Spirit, you shared on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, people were baptized in the Spirit. When we went live during that time that people were baptized in this Holy Spirit, when they watched it later, that video honestly went crazy overseas. Uh, That was just a hand of God upon it. So uh, it's obvious that you have an anointing for evangelism and for imparting uh, spiritual gifts and activating people and seeing people receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So since our last conversation, what has God been up to through you?
3: Oh, wow. Well, it's been, you know, kind of discouraging with COVID and everything going on. That's kind of put a a stall on a lot of uh, ministry that I was doing before, as far as traveling and speaking. But, you know, God is a creative God. He has other ways. He opens other avenues and other doors. So just like you said, my show Navigating Life in the Spirit is now on Charisma Podcast Network. So I'm excited to be joining the Charisma family as far as that's concerned. And I just, you know, I'm just praying for God to just have his way and continue to move because, you know, my heart is sharing the gospel and seeing people come to Christ. And that's, what we're in it for. I mean, that's what we're here for. And so that's just my heart. And I'm just praying that he just continues to amaze us with open doors. And I know he's doing great things in your ministry as well. So we're just going to continue to ride with that.
2: (laughs) Amen. That's so awesome. And um, last year was pretty difficult for, I think all of us emotionally, but ministerially, wow, what God did through my ministry and through your ministry I mean, for me, right before the pandemic was declared, things went viral, you know, thousands of people listening in, spiritually hungry people, and it was an honor to encourage people during that season. It seems that things have slowed down recently. Well, as things have reopened, but I think the ministry has continued to to just excel and accelerate for Jesus, for his glory. So have have you seen that recently? So you've launched a podcast on Charisma Podcast Network, and that's available everywhere that their podcasts are. But what kind of hunger have you seen recently since the last time that we chatted?
3: Well, I can tell you for sure that there is a definite hunger for more of the word of God. And there is a definite hunger for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I just had a recent speaking engagement. Well, I don't guess it was that recent. It was New Year's Eve. And when I got there, I had no idea who I would be speaking to, what the congregation was going to be like. And when I got there, the lady that had invited me to speak, she said, well, most of the people here don't, you know, don't believe in the baptism of the holy spirit or not familiar with it you know don't really know a lot about it or haven't received it and so i was just like oh my goodness the message god gave me was on the baptism of the holy spirit are you kidding me right now so you know i'm i'm caught between this like Am I gonna get run out of here or are they gonna accept the message? You know, you you never know how you know it's going to be accepted. But at the same time, I just had such a peace about it. And I knew that I knew that I knew that God had given me that message, that the Holy Spirit had put that on my heart. And so when I went there and I, I preached on the Holy Spirit, preached on the baptism of the Holy Spirit and gave the altar call and the altars were full. I don't I think that there were hardly anybody left in the seats they all came forward to receive. So people are hungry, people desire more from God. We're seeing it happen, you know. I think one thing that this whole pandemic has done, it has isolated people to an extent to where they have started to realize their dependency on God and that we rely on him and not everyone else. And so when you get to a point of where you start to recognize that dependency on God, you start wanting more of him. You start wanting to draw closer to him. And so I think that has helped a lot of us in that way. But, you know, I think that God is just, I think he's getting ready to do the miraculous like we have never seen before on a scale that we just can't even imagine. And so I'm so excited about it. Oh, come on. Prophesy right now. Oh yeah. (laughs)
2: Just start prophesying. Well,
3: you know, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I have mentioned this before. I had a dream and it was just such a powerful, powerful dream. And I woke up and I was literally shaking and praying in tongues. And I, I, it was like I had come out of this service and I was, I was in this revival service. And I remember there were people coming in just from all walks of life. You could tell, you know, some of them had pink and green hair and, you know, there was just no, and some of them were very nicely dressed like businessmen and women. And as they came in, they had drug paraphernalia. And they were handing it to me and asking me to lead them to Jesus. I mean, just coming in off the street and just begging for people to lead them to Jesus. So I I remember I had a whole team of people that were helping me to pray and helping me to lead people to Christ. And it was just such a powerful meeting. People were just being baptized in the Holy Spirit. They were just being slain in the Spirit, just falling out everywhere without anyone touching them. The power of God was moving so strongly strong in that place. And I knew that this was the beginning of what was going to be the great outpouring, which I believe is coming. But I believe that it was just to assure me that this revival that I have been waiting for, praying for, hoping for forever is soon to come. And like I said, when I woke up, I was still trembling all over. I felt like I had just stepped out of that service and and it was just amazing. So I I believe it's coming and sooner than we think.
2: Oh, amen. I'm in full agreement with you there. I mean, years ago, God had shown me things and there's things that, I know we're walking in now that is a partial fulfillment of that, but there's going to be a day that uh, we're, it's, you know, the nameless faceless generation preaching mm-hmm. the gospel everywhere, multiple signs and wonders all pointing to Jesus. And I'm thankful to be part of an online revival in Pakistan through Skype. Yes, uh, There's a huge hunger there. You know, um, there are other new technologies and doors that have opened recently for the underground church, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're seeing here in the U S as well. Uh, it's time for the church to make a stand, but Donna, we're talking about the prophetic. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thank you so much for sharing that encouraging dream. Cause we need that right now. We need some encouragement. People are disillusioned mm-hmm. with, uh, the political realm, uh, Economy right now, and they need to hear the true message of hope. And your dream is right on. It's encouraging, it's comforting, and it shows us what Jesus is going to do.
1: Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you grow through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e course. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today.
2: So Donna, we're talking about the prophetic, and I was curious, when did you start noticing the prophetic gift was flowing through you, and how did you start growing in it?
3: Well, I'd had a few small occurrences, but the, I guess the big one was I was invited to speak at a church in Mississippi and I had gone there and I was preaching for the morning service and I shared my testimony. And after I finished with my message and everything, I gave the altar call and there were several people standing at the altar and I went down to pray with them. And when I got to this one lady, I just began to pray whatever the Holy Spirit put on my heart. But before I even knew it, I said, God's called you to be a preacher. You're supposed to preach. And immediately she had this look of shock on her face, you know, and I was like, oh, why did I say that? You know, I have missed it. And she literally just burst into tears. And she said, I have I know that God's called me she said but until I heard your testimony today she said I didn't believe that he still wanted to use me in that way and she said but now I can see that he does and so she is now a pastor she um, is also the women's leader in their church and she speaks often I was just so amazed, you know, how God just shows up in a powerful way to confirm that word many times when we give it to an individual and they will, you can see it all over their face. You know, you just know that you're on point with God, that you are just walking in step with him when that happens. But after that, the pastor's wife, she had been standing behind the lady and she told me afterwards, she said, we've got to go to lunch. And so uh, she said, I heard, what you prayed for her, she said, I heard every word. And she said, you could not have been more dead on. She said, everything you said, she said, you just don't know. She said, it was just like you were telling her life story. And I was like, wow, you know, because we're often unaware of the extent to which he will use our words. You know, sometimes he's doing a lot more than we even recognize at the moment. But that was the first, probably the first experience that I had where I noticed God was using me prophetically. And then trying to grow that gift, I just spent a lot of time praying in the spirit and just asking God to reveal to me his heart and to help me to be obedient, help me to recognize that small still voice whenever he would speak. And that word would come forth because I think as with most gifts of the spirit, That's one of the things that we battle with the most is the doubt. We don't want to speak it out because we certainly don't want to tell somebody something that's not from God. But we know after a few times, you know, when we're bold enough to speak it out, when God gives you something prophetically, it will always come to pass. And so that has been my experience anyway. Every time that God has given me something specifically to say to someone, then he brings it to fruition and we see that happen. So that encourages you. Plus, it also helps you to know that you are truly hearing the voice of God. So I think we must be diligent in seeking him in our prayer closet to recognize his small, still voice, even in that prayer time, so that when we hear it, when we're in public situations where God is using us to speak to someone else, we will know that we're on point with him.
2: That's that's so good, because the best place to practice prophesying is in the secret place with him, hearing his voice. And you'd mentioned the still small voice. Can you explain that to someone who might have questions about what that is, what that sounds like, how they can distinguish if it's God or their personal conscience?
3: Yeah. Well, we think about Elijah, you know, and we think about how he was in the cave and he come out and God was not in the wind and he was not in the fire, but it was the small steel voice. And so sometimes we wonder, well, is he going to whisper to me? You know, is it going to be like an actual voice? And in my life, it has very rarely been an audible voice. Now there have been times that he has spoken something so clearly to me that i had to question if i heard it with my natural ear because it just seemed so profound but most of the time it just comes to us as an inclination in our head it comes to us as a thought as well in times where he's given me a word of knowledge it's it's knowledge that i could not have known otherwise it's something that there was no way I would have known the situation or anything about what was going on. Um, and so I knew that it was definitely from God. And so when you, when you get to the point to where you recognize that, and you can discern from whether, okay, is this just my thoughts? Is this something that I'm thinking up, Or has this been put into my head, you know, from the Holy Spirit? Is he directing me? And is he leading me? And once again, I think, You know, it just comes from being in that prayer closet with him and recognizing his voice because he will speak to us, whether we're speaking prophetically to someone else or not. There's a lot of times when I'm just praying in tongues and sitting there and just, you know, I'll just stop and say, okay speak to me and sometimes I have to grab a pen and start writing it down because he just starts pouring it so fast into me. And so when we practice, you know I, I tell people to practice like that, get a pen and paper and just sit with the Holy Spirit and ask him to speak and he will do that but he he also has other creative ways that he likes to use us prophetically and, and this one instance is one that to this day still just blows my mind. Um, I was invited to speak at a church in Virginia. I had never been to the church before, didn't know anything about it, didn't know what size it was or anything like that. And I was preparing my message and God had given me just a very simple message to preach on the baptism and the Holy Spirit. And I was thinking, God, that's just a really simple message. Are you sure that's what you want me to preach? And it was, you know, he just kept confirming it to me. So I said, okay, that's what I'll preach. Well, then as I'm just continued throughout my day, I remember he just that small, still voice just came and said, I'm going to call someone into ministry when you go there. And so I was thinking, well, okay, that's interesting because usually he just does it, you know, when I'm standing in front of the person, you know, when I get to them, then he will say, you know, this person's called into ministry or something like that, but never in advance like that, because it was two weeks before I went out there. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. So then I was talking to my mother later on the phone, And I said, yeah, I said, God just revealed to me, he's going to call someone into ministry um, when I go out there. And she said, well, who is it? And I'm like, well, how should I know? And no sooner than I had said that, then God gave me a mental picture, a mental image of this guy that he was going to call into ministry. And he was a young African-American man. He had a bald head. He had very... Uh, distinguishable glasses. They were round rimmed. They were very prominent. Um, He had on a light blue shirt, a white tie. I mean, I could see all the detail about him in this picture in my mind. And I thought, well, that is really strange. Well, when I got to this church, I didn't realize that there were like 3,000 people in this church. And so I got up to preach and I mean God just poured out his power that morning and hundreds were baptized in the Holy Spirit when I gave the altar call for people to be filled with the Spirit they just just came to the altars in such a magnitude I couldn't even get down there and pray with them all and I love praying for people and that just was not going to be a possibility So good but before I gave it back to the pastor, I thought, well, I'm just going to, you know, walk down here and just lay hands on those that I feel like God's leading me to. And so as I was just kind of pushing my way through the crowd and just touching, you know, different people and praying for them, and I began to pray for her and I was going to turn and go back the other direction. And at that moment, I looked over her shoulder and there was that young black man He had on the round rim glasses. He had the shaved head, the light blue shirt, the white tie. I mean, it was the spitting image of the mental picture that God had given me or the vision that he had given me before I had came to that place two weeks earlier. And so I was like, wow, that's him. So I walked over and at this point, you know, I had already forgotten that God had told me that two weeks ago. And in this crowd, you know, it was just, I realized then that God had showed me that picture so that I would recognize when I saw him that I would know. And so I went over to him and I said, sir, I said, God's called you into ministry, hasn't he? And he just lost it. He started crying. And he said, I have gone to Bible college. I have done everything to get my ministry license. He said, I have prepared an everything. And he said, but the doors were just not opening fast enough. And I just gave up and decided that God had not called me into ministry. And I said, well, I'm here to tell you today that he sent me all the way from Tennessee to tell you that yes, indeed you are called into ministry. And so he just continued. I said, just worship Jesus. Cause he's, you know, he, he came for you today. So at the end of the service, there was a line of people coming to talk to me and I I could see him at the very back of the line. And so he was waiting patiently to get up there. And so when he, when he got to me, he said, I want to be just like you. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to know beyond a shadow of a doubt when God speaks to me something to speak it to someone else and not have any fear or any doubt about it. And I looked at him and I said, good luck with that. I said, when you let me know, you when that happens for you, let me know, because I want to know how it's done. I said, but I will tell you this. I said, there's always going to be a measure of doubt because everything that we do when it comes to God is a step of faith. If we didn't have doubts, we wouldn't have faith and everything has to be done through faith. I said, but in this particular instance, I said, God gave me a heads up. I said, you're a special case. I said, because two weeks before I came here, he showed me a picture of you and said, you were going to be here. And I was going to tell you that you were called to minister. And I said, he showed me everything. I said, he showed me what color shirt, your tie, your, even down your glasses. I said, I saw you before I came. And I said, so let that blow your mind. And he said, well... He said, I want to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. And I said, boy, so he said, I don't even attend this church. He said, I just happened to be visiting. He said, my wife and I were driving by and we said, hey, let's just stop and and try out this church this morning. And I said, isn't that like God? I said, not only did he tell me to tell you that he was calling you into ministry. I said, but he planned your wardrobe and then he led you right up to the front door so that I could tell it (laughs) to you. So, you know, we cannot, we can't just look at things as being. So out of the ordinary that God couldn't use it. You know, we have to realize that God is a God of the miraculous. He is creative and he speaks to us in creative ways that's not the only way that he can speak to us is just through our thoughts and, you know, impose those thoughts into our mind that we're to speak to others, but he can, he can show us images. He can use visions, dreams, whatever he wants to use so that we can know when to speak his word to others. It's always a joy. It's always a journey. He's used me that way several times. I remember in one service, he told me before the service started that he was going to minister specifically to a lady in a royal blue blouse with blonde hair. And so I looked out into the congregation and I didn't see anyone who fit that description. And I was like, in this church, <laughs> you know, I'm just looking out and I didn't see anyone. And so at the end of the service, a lady had come in and sat about halfway back in one of the sections. And she had on a royal blue blouse and a and a, and she had blonde hair. And I knew at that moment that God wanted me to minister to her. And so I went to her. I rarely do this, but I felt that it was so important for me to go to her. And when I went to her and started praying for her, she said, you have no idea. She said, I was just sitting here saying, God, if you really, really care for me, send her to me to pray for me. And so, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, starting out, sometimes we probably will miss it there are times that we're gonna be off base that we're gonna miss it and we just have to brush that off and say, okay, you know, we're not speaking anything destructive into their lives, we're not speaking a false doctrine, but sometimes we can miss it. And so when I first started being used in the in the prophetic, I would simply ask people, you know, does this resonate with you? This is what I'm sensing, and does this resonate with you? And sometimes they would be like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, other times they'd be like, uh, eh, maybe. And so, in my opinion, it's better to, if you're really, really battling with doubt about it, to just put it in a form of a question. Is this something that I'm getting from the Holy Spirit or, um, you know, is this completely off base? Because that kind of gives us the, gives them the idea that, hey, I'm not speaking something over you that I'm not sure of. You know, it just, it gives them that option to say, well, okay, I respect that you you think you feel this and it may even come be that it comes to pass later in their life. And then they look back and, and go, Oh, okay. Wow. You know, that was on point, but I didn't realize it at that time. So, but we just have to, to learn to be obedient and be humble in how we use the gift, but God will lead us. The Holy spirit will absolutely lead us because it's his desire to reach people and speak into their lives. So we just trust him.
2: Thank you so very much. You mentioned feedback for me. Feedback is very important. Mm -hmm. I want to be accessible to people. I want to ask them the questions just like you do. Does this resonate? Does this mean anything? And then, you know, I like to know is, is this from God? And I'll let people know. i There Sometimes there might be some vague portions and I'll let them know that. And then there's other times where this is very strong. I know this is from God and ask them questions. There was one meeting that I'd gone to and I was part of a prayer team. And I looked at this gentleman and I got a name and the name was Dean. And then I heard a word inheritance coming. So then I had an opportunity to eventually pray over this gentleman. Like I, I knew this. And I said, I said, sir, does the name Dean, is your name Dean or does the name Dean mean mean anything to you and, and an inheritance? And at first he's like, no. I was like, well, God bless you. You know, I'm praying for people. I'm, I'm on the prayer team. I wasn't the minister that night, but in support of the minister that night, four or five minutes later, the gentleman came up to me. He's like, actually, I know a guy named Dean there's an inheritance that is being tied up and we're to be some of the people part of this inheritance. (laughs) I was like, well, it's coming. And I explained, and he was blown away. He walks over to his wife, tells her, and she's sitting there like wide eyes, mouth agape, just whoa. And they were highly encouraged with that. So anybody watching or listening to this, I encourage you receive feedback or also give give feedback to people because Donna and I, we, we like to know, is this on point? But Donna, thank you so much for being part of this. This is an awesome, awesome time. I would love for you to lead our listeners in an activation for the prophetic.
3: Absolutely. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for who you are. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your gifts that are still so active today. And Lord, I ask right now that for those who are watching and that you have gifted in the prophetic, God, I ask that they would begin to become more bold in speaking out what you give them, that they would step out in faith, that doubt would not be a hindrance anymore, that they would go forth knowing that you have gone before them, you have prepared the way, and you are fully capable of speaking to us and through us through the Holy Spirit. So Lord Jesus, I ask that you would encourage anyone who's on the fence, who's in doubt about this, but help them to know that they are hearing your voice. Help them to go forward in faith, to to step slowly into it if they have to, one step at a time, and to follow your lead because you will lead us. You will guide us. And so Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you and praise you for all that you're going to do and all that you've been doing, and we just give you all the glory and all the praise in your precious holy name. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. What is the best way for people to contact you for more information?
3: Um, They can contact me at DonnaSparks.com. That's my website. And of course, I'm on all social media outlets, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, under Donna Sparks.
2: Awesome. And you've got a brand new podcast right here on the charisma podcast network. Can you give us a quick snapshot of that?
3: Uh, It's called navigating life in the spirit and it hasn't been out, but a few weeks, but praise God is already doing well. I can tell because I'm just getting tons of traffic to my website from it. And I praise God, but it's, it's navigating life in the spirit. And that's just what I talk about is, you know, how the spirit leads us, how to be led by the spirit, how to use discernment a lot of things that you talk about as well. So I'm just praising God for it. Can't wait to see what he does with it.
2: Awesome. Awesome. It helps open up many more doors around the world. Thank you so much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. I want to encourage everybody to subscribe and share this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Charisma Podcast Network, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please check out Navigating Life in the Spirit with Donna Sparks. Thank you so Thanks, much, Don. Thank you, Jared. Donna.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. Subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit.